in the nation's northwest corner is Washington, an evergreen playground. On Fridays, our resident historian Felix Bunnell joins us for All Over the Map, part of our commitment to public education and raising the <laughs> level of historical knowledge um, for uh, the residents of Seattle. Pressure's and, on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Today, Dateline, Toledo, Washington, where this weekend is time once again for the Mount St. Helens Bluegrass Festival. Yeah, Toledo's in Lewis County. It's named for an old steamboat on the Cowlitz River. It's near where the Cowlitz Convention was held in 1851 when those angry settlers north of the Columbia organized a movement to split off Washington from what was then Oregon Territory. Now, the Mount St. Helens Bluegrass Festival, it's produced by the nonprofit Washington Bluegrass Association. It gets underway at noon today at Kemp Olson Memorial Park, where you can camp out if you want. The first one was held back in 1982, but this is only the 37th edition. Still a big deal. Festival producer is a guy named General Cothran. General is his given name. He's from North Carolina. He came to southwest Washington as a kid about 70 years ago. And General took time out a few days ago from fixing his golf cart, which is a critical tool for producing an outdoor music festival, as everyone knows, to tell me what makes bluegrass bluegrass. It's just, you know, banjo, mandolin, guitar, a fiddle, and a bass. And you got a good, you got good music. It's all acoustic. You know, bluegrass is from the American South. It's traditional music that goes back at least a few centuries. Bill Monroe popularized it beginning in the late 30s on radio and then through records. Now, around here in the 1940s, because of World War II and other economic factors, a lot of Tar Heels, people from North Carolina, like General Cothran's parents, moved west and settled in the Puget Sound area and brought bluegrass with them. Now, Vivian Williams is 84 and a fiddler. She and her late husband, Phil, who played banjo, lived in Seattle. Around 1960, they started going to Tar Heel Hootenannies to learn and play bluegrass in and around the Skagit Valley. Darrington was kind of the center of it because there was this couple that lived up there, and that's Fred and Alice McFalls. And Fred was a good banjo player and a really nice guy. And his wife was a good cook and very, very sweet, nice person. And they would just host these gatherings of musicians. You know, Fred McFalls is a legend. I had never heard of him before. He moved to Darrington from North Carolina in the early 50s and worked in the timber industry. Fred and his wife Alice deserve a documentary. So do Vivian and Phil Williams, for that matter. They had a record label. They did so much to popularize that music and spread it around here. Now, here's a vintage recording of Fred. So, you know, Darrington had their Bluegrass Festival in mid-July. Bellingham has theirs next month. But this weekend, the focus is in Toledo. Tickets are really cheap. Um, There's barbecue on site uh, by Mm. Boss Hogs over from Winlock, home of the Giant Egg. All these stories are connected, as people will note. (laughs) And Sunday is Gospel Day. It starts around 930. Many of the same artists from Friday and Saturday, but with free admission, because you can't charge admission for people to come and celebrate the gospel, right? Anyway, down in Toledo, Mount St. Helens Bluegrass Festival. They might pass the hat, right? I wouldn't be surprised. And cash only. They don't have any way to take your credit card. So if you're headed to Toledo, bring a big wad of cash. Okay. Yeah, have you done a report on the Big Egg? I did. Yeah, we went way deep on the Big Egg yeah. not too long ago. I'm surprised you don't remember, Dave. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'll look it up. Because all of his features are at MyNorthwest.com. You can look them up anytime. Thank you, Felix.